All right, y'all. It's the time of the day that you've been waiting for. It is the one show on air that will take you from the boardroom to the bedroom, from politics to the pulpit and everything in between with your favorite friends. You are about to join the crew for Fresh Fire as we do what we do all together. Tune in. Welcome to the crew, everybody, here on WHOV 88.1 FM in the Hampton Roads, Virginia area. Also, we're on iHeartRadio. We're on all the social media platforms. However you're checking us out, we welcome you. This is the crew, y'all. What's up, y'all? We are good. What y'all doing? You doing all right? Chilling. Yeah. Huh? Chilling. chilling? I'm chilling. What you got your quiet storm voice on? What's wrong with you? Don't you like it? <laughs> <laughs> This show ain't doing the date, man. What's wrong with you, man? I'm just saying. You know, I'm just. I said, coming over here like Barry. He's channeling. What's going on? <laughs> like you Barry White, man. See, y'all, this you. is what I deal with. It's like, you know, this is not even bonus content, but anyway, it's like when, when, when I'm fiery, then you're like you're too fiery, and then when I'm just trying to really have a chill mode. Like what you doing? He's like, yeah. He don't want me even be chill. Well, what do you want from you me? You can't be chill with a shank you shirt on, man. What's wrong I don't with have you? A shank you shirt on. But you to coin that phrase, you got people out in the community, man, saying, don't shank me, man. Now, now you want to come up here on quiet stuff. Hey, what's going on? Well, guess what? <laughs> the Godfather, he didn't speak all out. He didn't, but you do. I'm just saying, but I'm just chill right now. I'm okay. in chill mode. He would like to point out that he has layers. I have layers. That's, that's like, what Anton like would Cat like you to know. Say, I have rage. Has- <laughs> <laughs> I have rage. You know, I have rage. Ray, what's going on with you, man? And I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm good. I'm just, I'm good. Huh. It's all, right. all right, all right, Alvin, yeah. you good? I am, I am. Last time you guys asked me, I think I said something about my children, and I just would like to, we, we're just going to keep it in the same spirit. I would like y'all to know that I have decided that I don't care what these Negroes do. <laughs> <laughs> I just want y'all to know. That's, that's my 2024 does not care. Okay, like that's, that's, that's the piece I'm going yes, to in this year. That Like, you know what? Not my problem. Not my problem. I, I love them immensely, but not my problem. All of you people are grown now. They're gonna do. You may be young, anyway. grown, but yeah. you're grown enough just to make your decisions. As long as they decisions. do it on their dime. Exactly. That's I'm just the key. Not, that's I'm the not funding key. it. On their dime. I don't have to fund it. Yeah. I fund my choices. You fund yours. Yeah, that I like that. That's <laughs> a, that, that, that is you know? a great yep. New Year's resolution. Yeah. Like yep. Can we remind the people that we got bonus content, man? Yes. Don, can you tell them about it, man, real quick? So on Mondays we drop bonus content, things that you do not see on or here on radio. It's funny. It's going to be dropped on our different platforms like YouTube and Facebook Live. And where else are we? We, 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 all, ever, we all over the place. We're everywhere. So go to the crew on Mondays and you actually can see videos of us just sharing a little bit of our personality, <laughs> what goes on behind the scene, really like. some of our pet peeves. <laughs> uh, How Tom really treat me. <laughs> Uh, see all that. On, on anyway, <laughs> anyway, you know, it, 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 the dynamics. Yeah. You'll see all that. You'll see all that. Yes, you'll see all of that. So go on Mondays. We drop them on Mondays on purpose so that you can have a little taste of what we're going to talk about prior on, on on Tuesday. So go to it. Yeah. yeah. Real quick before we go to break, we got to shout out Sia. Yes. You know, Sia Price, who's not out there doing her business. thing. She's out handling yep. and representing, representing the her people. constituents. That's the people's right. business. You know, That's right. Give the people what they want. What right? they asked for. And then we got to give a shout out to our producer, 
extraordinaire. Who's, always doing who is the fantastic always prepared. Job. Yes. Always. Now you prepared. know what? Now he is prepared. He is very prepared. <laughs> he is prepared. Dependable. He's Dependable. The reason why this show you can is count really on him like the sun yeah. coming up and Off going down room. each day. Yeah. Let's, let's give it up to Jason Cutler. Yeah. Let's give it up that to man. Appreciate you, man. He is yeah. the man. All right, we're gonna take a break here. When we come back on the other side, we're gonna pick up where we left off, part yeah. two. I hope his spirit kind of rubs off on <laughs> yours a little bit. That preparedness, that diligence. But you know, I digress. <laughs> that was a shame. Bonus content. Check it out, please. We're going to break. We come back. This is the crew. <laughs> What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the crew. Ton, I don't know what you're doing over there, man. I'm laughing at you. <laughs> you started off the air. It's like Comic Central. And constantly. So it is constantly. It like is. This. And I think that's what makes the show great. Right? Yes. That I genuinely don't like you. <laughs> you know what? You're going to have people out there thinking that. You better stop. You better stop and repent. You're going to have people out there thinking, why he don't like time? Why he don't like time? So let me set the record straight. Ain't number love for you, man. Yes, that's right. All right now, Look, they're not going to believe y'all anyway, so I'll just say they actually do love each yeah, other. Yeah, it's, it's real. It's real. It's real. Now, can like since siblings. you content creator, sir, yes, I am. what are yes. we talking about? <laughs> you know what? See, he, he's trying he, he try to push my buttons, but I will not allow that to be to Today, I am in chill mode until I get into this content. Yes. And then we know it's going to be on. He's, well, you're going to have to pick up where we left off because today is part vast two. Range. So, we talked about last week entitlement gone wrong. Mm-hmm. And we talked about the two stories involving Christmas, where the first story was mm-hmm. a video, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was a TikTok. Mm-hmm. And the there were like two kids who they looked like they were about the age range about 10 to 12 somewhere in the yeah. neighborhood and their father played a joke on them <laughs> and the joke was he had a PlayStation 5 a box but when they opened the box <laughs> 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 it ain't funny it ain't, well it is funny but it, <laughs> when they opened the box it was a PlayStation 4 now mind you it's still a PlayStation right correct you know it's still a game and still costs hundreds of and dollars and it still costs hundreds of yep. dollars yep not one the one boy he looked at it and he basically rolled his eyes and walked off the other one he picked that thing up and threw it against the wall. Yes, he did. I Woo! mean, threw a brand new PlayStation 4 up against the wall. Yeah, and so man. the father, of course, went off cussing and, and, and mm. like, what are you doing? Go to mm. your room and that type. Yeah, I know. I know. Mm. You see Kevin's face? Mm. So he, he, he had that, 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 that moment. Mm. And so later, there's another TikTok where... The father is playing. I guess everybody's over now for for Christmas dinner, and the father is playing the PlayStation I Five. It. I love it. And the son is this there standing and watching, and he can't play. And so I guess that's supposed to be the punishment. That ain't the punishment. That he yeah, because you. you I, I like told Kevin's you, idea I love better. Your I told I you like what Kevin's the punishment should have been. You gonna better. wrap this in the box, <laughs> and tomorrow morning we going back to the store. And you gonna tell the person why, why we returning return this? <laughs> I love it. I do. I love it. I that's what love we gonna that. do. I love I it. I love it. I love it. That's a proper punishment. I, that's a proper punishment. <laughs> Troll these kids, right? They are, as the show says, we, you know, we created some of this mess because we yes. didn't want them to have some of the hardships that we had. But they're entitled. They, they have taken entitlement to a whole nother level. Like mm-hmm. Alvin said on the show previously, mm-hmm. kids are bubble wrapped today. But you don't Ooh. work. 
You don't do nothing. Uh-uh. Everything you eat is free. Yes. Uh-uh. Everything I, you wear hey, is free. Hey. Uh-uh. Why are you I, entitled? I'm with you. We didn't push the button. Yeah. I left the last show out. My pressure was you up. You did. I remember that. Because <laughs> I don't understand entitlement. What, what are we doing here, man? Well, what it is is we have raised a generation of me. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's just the bottom line. Self there is first. a generation Self-me of first. me. Mm-hmm. So it's then, all about me, not me, mine, and uh-uh, it's me. Mm-hmm. So parents got to own that then. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, absolutely. All right. yeah, the same parents it. that was in line trying to buy the new Jordans. Yeah. Yep. Spending $230. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did it. For the kid making D's and D's. F's. We did D's it. and F's. Okay. We did it. All right. As long as we understand. My, my. Yeah. Okay. So, but it gets deeper. Okay. Let's go. Okay. 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 Let's go. Okay. So that was one story. That same week, I saw another story, and this one was on all the major networks like CNN and NBC and all that. So this made national news. And this was a 14-year-old goes shopping with his 15-year-old brother, mm. his 23-year-old sister mm-hmm. who has a 11-month-old baby mm-hmm. and a 6-year-old child mm-hmm. and his mother. Mm-hmm. They all go shopping. While they're out shopping for Christmas presents, an argument ensues because the 14-year-old is mad at everybody because he thinks the 15-year-old is getting either better gifts or more gifts than he is. And so he's arguing with them to the point where they just leave wherever they were shopping and they go to the grandmother's house. Because the 23-year-old is dropping off her 11-month-old baby and her 6-year-old child so she can go to work. Mm. While at grandma's house, the 14-year-old is still arguing about the gifts. Now, he's getting gifts, but he don't like the gifts he's getting in comparison to the 15-year-old. He gets so mad that he starts arguing with the 15-year-old and pulls out a gun and says, I will shoot you in your head. Now, this is a 14-year-old boy saying that he will shoot his 15-year-old brother mm. and points and pull out a gun and points it at his head. The, there's an uncle, the brother of the mother, who is there, and the grandmother, and they all jump in the middle, and they are able to separate them, and the uncle takes the 14-year-old outside to kind of calm him down. It's like, you know, don't, don't do this. What, what are you doing? Meanwhile, the 23-year-old sister is outside already with her 11-month, and she's holding her in a carrier. And she's telling the 14-year-old, why are you acting like this? Why, you know, why are you doing this? He looks at her and said, I will shoot you and, and your, your baby. baby. Yep. And then he opens fire and shoots the 23-year-old sister in the chest. She's trying to calm him down and say, why are you at, trying to reason with him? Mm-hmm. But you can't reason with a sociopath. That is a fact. You just can't. I'm just, I'm just saying. That is a fact. So he shoots her in the chest. Within eight seconds, the 15-year-old runs out the house with a gun. So there are two guns now. And he runs out the house saying, you killed my MF sister. Mm. And shoots the 14-year-old in the stomach. He falls to the ground. The 23-year-old is on the ground where she later dies. Mm. And he runs off, gets rid of the gun. 
He eventually gets arrested, charged with attempt murder, shooting, uh, use of the firearm, uh, using the firearm as a juvenile, and some other things. The 14-year-old is charged with first-degree murder, and he's charged with some gun-related charges as well. And now they have to decide. This all happened in Florida. They have to decide whether they're going to treat him as an adult. Like, that's automatic here. He he absolutely would be tried as an adult. As a 14-year-old? I would try you as an adult at 14. You heard me. Absolutely. You mm-hmm. shoot somebody like that, yeah. what, what am I going to do with you? Because, mm-hmm. see, that's sociopathic behavior. Sociopaths don't have no remorse. When, if you can shoot your sister mm-hmm. who is holding an a 11-month baby, baby yeah. and you can say before you shoot her, I'll shoot you, I'll and, shoot the you baby. and your baby, oh, you got to go. You, <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to be outside. You, no. can't, be around, yeah, no, you no. can't be around other no, people. No. You got to go. You got to go. Yeah. I'm sorry. You got to go. Uh, I mean, what's going on with our kids? Uh, are the parents. That's what's going on with our kids. Yeah. The parents. Because kids don't. I mean, with the now, to Anton's point, if you have a mental, a significant mental health diagnosis that means that your wiring, when you're talking about a sociopath, your wiring is not like others. This, that's not an issue of whether or not you were discipline, whether there was a loving home, whether there was structure, those kind. Generally, it, you, that's not what the issue is. There's, there's a difference in the way that the chemistry of your brain may function if you have no remorse for behavior, no empathy for anyone. That's different, and it's dangerous. So I do understand exactly what Anton's saying. If, if in fact, that's what we're dealing with, that's... the. You have there are significant limitations to what it is that you can do with that. You can't but, rehabilitate yeah, a sociopath. Yeah, like there's there's significant That's what people limitations. People need to understand. Yeah. You cannot rehabilitate a sociopath. I asked a sociologist about this, and she said a sociopath has no remorse. Right. So as a result of that, you can't rehabilitate it because they don't see what they did, did as wrong, wrong in the first place. In the right. first place. Right. And it's not like even if they were to say it because they just don't want to be dealing with a consequence they don't actually feel no. it right. so it is com- like you so you can't help to ensure that out of this revelation out of this knowingness of what it is i did wrong i am going to make different decisions mm-hmm. you don't have that start point mm-hmm. to begin with to anchor the other decisions thereafter but that's an unusual situation we don't you're generally not dealing with a sociopath generally you're dealing with failures on our end mm-hmm. and the ways that we have chosen and not chosen to parent mm-hmm. the way that we've abdicated our responsibilities as parents because it's more important to us to be liked by our children than respected by our children mm-hmm. understood by our children guided you know like for us to be doing the guiding not guided mm-hmm. by our children but for us to be in the guiding role where we're, we back off of our positions because we don't we don't like the negativity and the discomfort of their feelings mm-hmm. and we've had this conversation before when Anton was talking about how serious he was about a, dis, a disciplinary situation with his son mm-hmm. and that everybody was like oh let him you know mm-hmm. let him slide let him slide mm-hmm. he's only this he's only that he's a good kid and Anton's like it's not a question of whether or not he's a good kid he's a great kid but it's the fact that if I don't address this here 
what that can turn into later on Talk is what it, it is that I'm preventing. And more often than not, and he easily could have been like, because my son's mad at me, you know, I'm, I'm going to cut this down a little bit. I don't want to be excessive in terms of grounding, how long he was grounded. But that's what most of us do. We, we don't like the way that our kid is responding to us. We don't like the negativity of the energy. We don't like the tension in the house. We don't like those things. And to avoid all of that, we end up changing the lines. So our boundaries aren't real. And as a result, our kids don't take that them part, seriously. Right. And as a result, they don't they don't respect boundaries anyplace else. And and it you get a cumulative effect of what that ultimately what that ultimately creates. So more often than not, with the kids that we're complaining about, we made them. Mm -hmm. We made them. And so we need to change us in order to change them. But, but even in, the, in these, and you're 100% right, let me just start there. I'm just amazed at the, it's the reactions to both of these situations. They didn't get what they wanted, okay. right? And in both cases, they went to extreme measures to vent their frustrations. Why are you shocked by that? I'm not shocked by that. Okay. I'm saying, is that the parenting failure that we have not helped our kids to learn how to respond appropriately? I'm going to tell you where, 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 where it started. When they were one and two years old, <laughs> and they were in the grocery store. And they threw that tantrum. And they said they wanted this piece of candy. And, and you gave it to them. And you gave it to them they cried. because they cried. Yep. Or they threw that tantrum yep. and threw themselves on the ground. Mm -hmm. And you looked at it, and you was like, okay, okay, whatever, to get Johnny to stop uh, crying mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. We were in the store one time when AJ was like two, and some kid did that, and he looked at us puzzled. <laughs> right. Like that works sometimes? Right. You, like could that that? you could do that? No, puzzled. sir. Not, not you. Here. Not, not puzzled you. Because he didn't know that behavior. <laughs> and he, and look, and he actually tried it once. And my wife and I bust out laughing. <laughs> because he wasn't good at it. Right. He wasn't good at it. It's like, bro, you trying to do something that you're not even good at. Right. That, that doesn't work. And we and he stopped immediately when he like, saw us laughing. At because he's like, this ain't working. This is not It starts there. You have to nip these things in, in the, the bud. bud. Yep. They could be great children, yep. but if you see the behavior, the behavior doesn't, they don't wake up one morning at yep. 14 and say, I will shoot my own sister while she's were, watching, yeah, while, while she's carrying a baby, yep. my my niece or my nephew, yep. I'll shoot that person too. So then you're over a Christmas gift. So then your belief is sociopaths are Created. I believe they're created. I, I think that's it's what a you're saying. Spirit, and I believe they're created through trauma that have happened in their lives early on. But I absolutely believe they they're created. I don't believe somebody's born a sociopath. I believe they're created. Okay. It could be that they're created when you have uncorrected behavior, because that two year old that wants that candy that you never correct them in the floor, they develop a mindset that says all I have to do is whine and cry to get whatever I want. And by the time that goes from 2 to 8, and it goes from 8 to 15, based upon how a society is going, when you have uncorrected behavior with inside an individual, there's no limit to where that can go. So absolutely sociopaths can be created. Sociopathic behavior, though, is an, it's an extreme of that. And so I don't know if I'll go that far with it, but what I okay. will say is the lack of res a healthy respect for a Authority that is created that way. When right they, there. When they don't, when they don't respect authority early on, early on, you don't address that. I think that 
can, can cause people to not respect the laws of the land mm -hmm. or the laws in your own home mm -hmm. when you don't address it as a very young area. But that sociopathic behavior, that's extreme. So let's so just so that we are always using effective references. So if we if you go to therapist.com, one of the things that it says is experts believe environmental factors like childhood trauma, abuse, neglect, impoverishment, or major are major influences in sociopathy. Mm -hmm. Instead of being born with these traits, people learn sociopathic behaviors to cope with the unstable or chaotic living environments. Now, the difference being the psychopath is what you absolutely can't change. change. That's yes. what you really meant. Right. And this is to put the matter simplistically, psychopaths are born and go. sociopaths are made. There you right. go. But so I was talking about sociopaths. You were, you were yeah. actually talking about because this. this but it's a learned behavior due you, to environment. Right. It's from it's it's environmental mm -hmm. that they're the research suggests mm -hmm. that's where it comes from mm -hmm. where if you're when you're born a psychopath there's no in other words you got some that. demonic tendencies that in the has bloodline nothing to do with it right but here's the thing <laughs> with with the psychopath and the sociopath do they both have the same mindset of they have no remorse for the behavior that they conduct so say, yeah. I'd have to look at that just a little further because I, I want to be careful about what we say and being accurate and sure. how right, we communicate right. about that because there are there are diagnoses that have Happy. that represented yes. in the diagnosis. So, uh, but we will we will definitely we'll, we'll make come sure back that we and speak. We, we'll, we'll circle we'll, back we'll on we'll and maybe do a mental health yep, show ab, that would to, be, to address yep, that because absolutely. what I was saying is the sociopath that person is uh, created through. Uh, traumatic situations yes. and environmental situations. Yes. So that is th correct. That, that so, is correct. So that is what I was saying. As far as whether you can rehabilitate a sociopath, it's in I said that's, in question. that's the question. Yeah. But a, a sociologist that I talked to, she said no because they feel no remorse for the behavior that they conducted. Right. So, but what we'll do is we'll actually maybe we'll bring someone on. That and, and talk about that in from a, a clinical, from like yeah. a clinical perspective. Because I'm not a clinical psychologist, right? right. right. So, so we'll like bring someone bring on, someone maybe, on and we'll have clinical. a show concerning yep. mental health and and maybe crime or mental health and maybe a lack of uh, respect for authority. Mm -hmm. But we'll we'll find a, 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 a some type of topic to talk about that. But it gets deeper, y'all. Okay. Look, you, you, you got no, you got more. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> of entitlement. Um. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 So this happened. Let me. Let me. Let me pull this up because when I saw this, I sent this to you in the mini um, text <laughs> that, that, that yeah, Shay, the mini text that you you, yes, you, you yes, claim you that I, I give you, but nonetheless, One I among sent millions. it to you. And this was this year. <laughs> this was this year, but it was right after Christmas. Oh. My. January 3rd. Uh-oh. January 3rd. A 10-year-old. No, sir. Yes, sir. A 10-year-old gets upset with another 10-year-old because they have a bike ride, a contest, a race, mm -hmm. and he lost. And it was an informal bike race. Right. They so just in the, in the neighborhood. This is not an actual race. competition. No. A, they like, in the neighborhood. Friends. Matter of fact, the little boy that won had just asked his mama to, to ride his bike, who he got, what he got for Christmas, mm -hmm. out in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And then he gets into a bike race mm -hmm. with another, another kid, kid in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Normal kid stuff. Yeah, normal kid stuff. And the other kid lost. This kid goes to his dad's car. Oh, oh Lord. Lord. Get the gun out of the dad's glove compartment, who, by the way, he had been bragging 
about his dad having his gun and who, by the way, the dad was a convicted felon and wasn't supposed to even be in possession of the gun and who, by the way, the gun was stolen. Is this one of our kids? This could have been one Come on now. This could not be one of our kids. They can't see my face, but come on now. You already know, boy. Stop it. Stop it. So the gun was stolen. The daddy was a convicted felon. And he had the gun in the glove compartment where he had just sent his son to go and get him some cigarettes. So, of course, the kids saw the gun, knew the gun was there, and was bragging about the gun being there. Went, got the gun, walked up on the boy that won the race, said nothing. Just shot him. Shot him in the neck. (gasps) And left. Said nothing. Walked up to him and said nothing. Shot that little boy in the neck Did and he then left. Oh, he died. The boy oh, died. He killed him. God. Lord have mercy. Jesus. He killed him. He Tell killed him. It's, it's, it's for hard. For winning a bike for race. For winning a bike, an informal bike, bike race, race in the neighborhood. Okay, so now, now we got two issues here. We have accountability for the 10-year-old, and then we have accountability for the... Father. They arrested everybody. It was like chemotherapy. They arrested everybody. Everybody, <laughs> everybody got arrested. And, and is that they, what you they would they have needed done? to? Oh, yeah. Uh, they oh, needed yeah. to arrest Absolutely. everybody. Absolutely. Everybody, everybody got to go to jail yeah. today. Yeah. Everybody yeah. gone. Oh, for sure. Lord have mercy. Wow. Hide your wife, hide well, your kids. Kid, everybody going. Kid is going to juvie. Kid, going to, kid is in juvie. And Dad is in adult lockup. For what charges? For possession of a firearm by a legal felon. You know that's yep. a felony that's charge. Felony yeah, charge. You, 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 you could go, go for federal yeah. for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. You oh, know, yeah. feds got laws for that. Oh yeah. Possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Um, felony uh, neglect. For neglect. Because yeah. he had he gave access or there was access to that gun, mm-hmm. and that gun was not in a position secure where place. Secure, secure, secure place, yeah. and it was safe. From the kid. Let me ask you a legal question, Anton. If, if you are a felon, and let's say you're you're a female dating a felon, all right, and the female actually owns a gun, how does it work in terms of proximity to the felon? What are the rules around that? So to be in possession of a firearm, you have to be able to have some type of dominion and control mm. over that firearm. And so, okay, so your and partner a, could own one. You could be dating someone who owns. How does that work? Because that seems you can, very you gray can, to me. But it is gray, and here is the problem. Here lies the problem. If your partner has that firearm in the home and you're staying in the home, mm-hmm. technically, you could. It could be said. Let me say that it could be said that you have some level of dominion and control mm-hmm. over that firearm unless that firearm is locked away where mm-hmm. you can't get access to it. Mm-hmm. But if you, let's say they hide that gun or they put that gun in the drawer. Mm-hmm. Or the closet or whatever, you have access to it And you have access to it, then it could be said that mm-hmm. you have dominion and control over that gun. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you what, what's going on. No, I'm not going to tell you that because mm-hmm. that's how we get convictions. So I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> but I'll just... Facts. Facts. So I'll just say, if you know there is a firearm in there, in that house, and you are a convicted felon, it will behoove you to have them get that firearm out of that house. Because uh, the the average prosecutor 
is not going to look at the fact that you said, well, it's my girlfriend's uh, gun, but you live there. Yep. If yep. you live there mm -hmm. and that gun is out in the open. Or you have access to it, period. If you have and access like, to it. It's not that she uses her thumbprint to nope. be able to open the security. Nope. Like if you just had, you are, can readily access this gun. Right. That makes you vulnerable as the felon. Correct. Which, okay. Correct. And I'm going to tell you why. Because mm -hmm. there's such thing as a straw purchase. A straw purchase is when I get somebody a else to get it for to me. Get a yep. gun, but yep. it's for me. Yep. I don't have the legal right to be able to get that gun. Yep. So I'll get my friend to go get the gun for me, and they'll purchase it legally, and mm -hmm. then they'll give the gun to me. Mm -hmm. That's called a straw purchase. Mm -hmm. And they can get arrested for that, and I can get arrested for being in possession of it. So, Tony, do you see any similarity? This, this sounds like a similar case between... Mm -hmm what happened here in this area yes. with the six-year-old. Yes. Who, for those of you who don't know, don't live in the Hampton Roads area, there was a six-year-old that got a gun from his mother, mm -hmm. took the gun to school, mm -hmm. and shot his teacher. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you see similarities between this case and that case? I see similarities, but I also see differences because the, the similarity is that he was able to retrieve the firearm and he took it to school and he shot someone. So that's it. That's where the similarity ends. Okay. Because uh, according to the facts, and again, that happened in another city, so I'm, I can only go by the news reports of that case. But according to the news reports, the mother alleged that the firearm was in a locked box and it was high up in her closet and that somehow he was able to find the key mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. open the uh, locked box and he mm -hmm. retrieved the firearm. So she would have been deemed to have used some type of diligence in trying to secure the firearm because it was just a six-year-old and not like a teenager or something of that, thing, of that nature. Yeah. So the fact that he was able to get the key from wherever it was and then go and unlock it and then take it to school shows, uh, I think it's, it's enough of an argument where she could say, I was not negligent in how I stored the firearm. Now, had that lockbox been unlocked, that would be similar to the glove compartment being unlocked. I think so, and yes. And now you got a similar situation. Absolutely. But he sent him to get yeah. the money out of the glove compartment. But he happened the to see it. The cigarettes. Right. The, the cigarettes. The cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Right. So you... So, but he, but here's the thing. First of all, you are a convicted felon. Right. So you're not even supposed to be in possession of it. You're in a possession of a stolen firearm. Mm -hmm. So again, you're not mm -hmm. supposed to be in possession of mm -hmm. it. And you got the firearm in the glove compartment. Why are we shocked that he would have it in such a reckless manner as far as safeguarding it when you already broken other laws? Oh, right. That's just who you are. And so as a result of that, that's not shocking to me when I look at how he stored it. He didn't store it. He had it somewhere that he could get quick access to mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And the he fact in both of these cases to me is not only did you find a gun, maybe the gun wasn't locked, maybe the gun that was loaded, mm -hmm. right? There's still, even if you find a gun, there's still other measures that could have prevented, right? So do you even look at that part of it? Yeah, because here's the part. This this is the, pro the, the problem that, that, that some people may not see. It was loaded right. because he wanted it to be loaded. Mm -hmm. So he's mm -hmm. prepared to use it mm -hmm. at will, mm -hmm. quickly. Same case felon. with the mother. Same case with the mother. Because there was no record of the child putting yeah, bullets, bullets right. in the gun. Right. But here is the difference. If you are a gun owner in your home, mm 
and you have that gun locked. So to me, I could see it being loaded simply because you don't have time to load it if there's a yeah if, if there's, there's an emergency yeah, or yeah. something of that nature. You, you may not have time to load it. Yeah. So you do want to be able to uh, have quick access to it, but at the same time, you're balancing the, the safeguard or the safety piece. So the fact that it was locked and the key was somewhere else, to me, I think it's a significant. Uh, argument or a significant gap as far as when you're trying to show whether she was diligent or not diligent. The problem is you're dealing with a six-year-old who clearly got some mental health issues mm. or clearly got, again, here we go, some sociopath sociopathic yep. But are behavior. we saying the same thing about this 10-year-old? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's I am. absolutely oh, yeah. clear. You can, yeah. That's clear. Kevin, can I tell you something? If he, I would have rather he had said something to the kid. But, like, I didn't even speak. I'm but just, you don't it's even so speak. Cold. That is cold. Yeah. That's, that's, right that's straight gangster. The fact There I wasn't would, even an argument. argument. No. Right. Nothing. There's nothing. That's a, so this, that's this, a premeditation. Yeah. I'm doing it like this. Yes. This 10-year-old that was shot and killed is completely taken off guard right, because right. all he knows is I just won, won a race, bike race, race. Right. and it was in the form of bike race. How yeah. many of us have been in the streets and say, let's race, yep. and we race, yep. and it's whether our bikes or our feet or whatever, and so escapes, whatever, right. and you somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose, right. and then you're like, okay, let's race again. Yep. You know, it, it's kid stuff, but the fact that you got that enraged that you went and got a gun came back lawlessness said nothing and just shot that's the part that bothers me the most he said nothing looked at that kid and shot him in the neck and not in the stomach not in the chest you shot him in the neck you were going for the head, head right yep yep you were going for the head yep that's a sociopath to me yep now what do you do with that 10 year old that's the problem. Mm -hmm. What do you do with that 10-year-old? What are we doing with these kids that are doing these extreme things? This is this these is these extreme things because they felt entitled to something that they did not get. And that's 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 the question that I'm having. You you said as parents, right? I can't imagine this parent is gonna say, though, if you lose a bike race, you're gonna shoot somebody, right? But like where are our kids? It's something else here. Yeah, Alvin, so that's when going I say parenting, on. that doesn't mean that you the are, other forces you are telling yeah, other it forces doesn't mean you're work. actually instructing the child that this is the way you should behave. It's that all of the warped things, when you when children are left to their own devices mm -hmm. in their development, if you neglect them, if you mm -hmm. expose them to things that they cannot effectively process, there's a reason why there are warning labels on things. Mm. Because their children aren't supposed to see certain kinds of things. Nothing irritates me more as a parent than watching other parents just cussing like crazy around their kids, exposing their kids to sexual content, letting them watch all of this absolutely unmitigated violence That's on it. television. And they're, they're like, look, the world is, because I can't tell you how many parents I hear say, this, this is the stuff they're going to see in the world. Mm -hmm. So, like, th at least if they're seeing it at home, they're processing it, this, that, and the other. You're not helping them process that. You're just watching it, and you're going about your business. Mm -hmm. You're not sitting down with them to say, did you see what ABC did? Do you realize that, that there's no reset mm -hmm. in real life? When these people die in real life, they're never coming back. Mm -hmm. There are people who are going to cry for decades behind what just happened inside of that moment. It might have looked cool. He was the hero, so to speak, in this movie. But understand, in real life, that was a crime. You know, there's so 
There's so many things that take place that we are not actually parenting around. If you're going to expose kids to stuff I disagree with, are you even having a conversation with them about what it is that they're seeing? And the answer is no. The kids spend so much time on their devices, mm -hmm. unmonitored mm -hmm. at this point, that they get access to all kinds of stuff that their little minds don't know what to do with. So we have so much neglect because in the me, me society, this generation of parents... And that and that's our generation and down. So we're talking the forty somethings yeah. and down, yeah. Yeah. because our forty somethings have kids and they're twenty somethings, and those kids may have kids also. Mm -hmm. That focus on my happiness, me time, my and self care is important, but not at the expense of not being there for your children. Okay, so self care. Oh, I I needed to take this trip. I needed to, to do the shopping. I need to. Yeah, but did your kids get a chance to eat? Did you make sure the homework was getting done? Did you go to the parent teacher conference? All of these things. Those are not excuses for right. self care. Okay, so you're supposed to. You you have to do both. Hard to find, but you got to figure out how to do mm -hmm. both because your kid didn't ask to come here. You decided that you were going to make this child. So when we when we neglect those things, we leave the the inmates run the asylum. We leave the children to try to figure out life, and they don't come up with things well when you leave them by themselves to figure it out. Yep. So I'm not at all saying that you have parents who are telling them to do these things. What I'm saying is you don't have parents having conversations with them that are necessary, period, besides the don't touch my gun. That is not education. Right. That is not training. That is not That's not what that is. That's not responsible gun ownership. Why should the kid not touch your gun? There you go. What's going to happen if the kid touches the gun? Right. What could happen to somebody else if you mess with that gun? Do you understand what the safety guards are in place for? Like we don't, we're not doing any of the necessary things, but we're expecting them to have normal outcomes, and mm -hmm. they don't. Mm -hmm. So it's the, it's the I, I've used this word multiple times, but it's the abdicating of the responsibility, the duty associated with being a parent that is getting us the crap that we're getting. And it's mostly because we're too interested in either trying to keep up with the Joneses mm. or trying to take care of our own agendas or not being mature enough to be parents in the first place. Not everybody needs to be a parent. Let me be clear about Let's that. Oh, well, Go ahead he there. was 53. The dad? The dad. So he wasn't they, a child. They, they, they don't even talk about the mom. The dad was 53. And so this was not a young parent. He was a seasoned or an older per a person, more mature. I don't even want to use the word mature, an older person that was the parent. And here's the other piece. He got charged with accessory after the fact because this fool tried to hide the gun. Lord help me. He tried to get rid of the gun. So he he already has a criminal mindset. <laughs> so th this is what you're dealing with. And this son is clearly watching Oh, yeah. Or growing up <laughs> oh, yeah. in this environment. That's his DNA. But you can uh, have immature parenting even though you have a mature aged right. parent. Oh, I agree. That's why you I took the word like, of yeah. mature away. Yeah. Yeah. That's why like, I said, absolutely. no, no, no. I'm just going to say older, not mature. And we don't know how long he'd been in jail. We don't know how right. long he's been in and, and out of what the house. He have did. You been, what you did. What you did. We have no concept of any of those things. And we norm well, things you know so easily, we too. We know. Because the fact that you have that gun... And the uh, fact that you have a well, stolen gun, yeah. mm -hmm. we know it's something We know violent. it ain't nothing good. It ain't nothing good. We right. know that. We know it's something violent. Yeah, we know it's something violent. I'm struggling with this one because I, I just think about this outcome. You got a 10-year-old. In the last case, it was a 14-year-old. Mm -hmm. A 14-year-old is gone. I'm telling you right. You, you, he's in Florida. Yeah, he ain't coming back. Oh, he, he ain't coming back. He ain't coming back. You know, because they... they the 15-year-old probably would get off, right? The 15-year-old, if I was his defense attorney... Mm 
I'm just going to go ahead and play devil's advocate. But if I was this 15-year-old, oh, I, I, I would try that case all day long in front of a jury because if it's only eight seconds is what they're saying, have yep. had lapsed, and he comes he's out defending. and he's saying, He could actually you, be defending. Yep. And there's my, an 11-month-old oh, still oh, yeah. present. That's right. So you don't know. Now, they said the gun was that he didn't have the gun on him. But my thing is, you don't know he don't have the gun on you. All you know is he just shot your sister. He pointed the gun at your head. Mm -hmm. And, and he, there's an 11-month right. out there. I don't even know if I would have charged him. I don't think I would have charged him, to be quite mm -hmm. honest with you. Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't have charged the 15 year We talked about staying I would have charged him your maybe. Your ground, I would, yeah. Well, I would, no, I ain't no, well, they do have stand your ground in Florida. They do. They do. Right, they do. Yep. So it's, it's, it's possible that it could be that, but they charged him. So clearly they didn't think that that was the case. The only problem that he's going to have is this. They both had records for Previously. carrying guns. Uh, yeah. okay. and they both had records for breaking into cars to steal guns. That's the problem. So he probably had that gun on his person already. So he probably would have got some charges in reference to that. Mm. But the the shooting of the 14-year-old, because if he hadn't shot him, I don't know if he would not have shot the, someone else. Yeah, the, yeah, in that kind of rage? In that kind of rage? I don't know if he would have shot somebody else. So I, he has a really, I think, a, a decent defense. Mm -hmm. uh, defense of others, defense of himself. Mm -hmm. I know we raised this question before, Al and, and Ton and Ray. If you're raising a kid and initially you're allowing them to get away with stuff, mm -hmm. right? And now it has become to a point where you can't handle this kid, mm -hmm. right? I think that's where we are. In I, a lot I, of I, households. I think that's where mm -hmm. we are. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, it was cute when they were young. cute about it. Uh, well, they thought it was cute. <laughs> thought yeah, it was cute. Because it wasn't cute about yeah, it. It, it wasn't cute, but they, they let stuff slide, and now you're you, at a point you just can't control it. Mm -hmm. Or you want to protect the child from any sense of uh, what we view as parents as pain. We don't want them to have any painful experiences, whether that's physical or emotional. Or on the other side of that, we haven't taught kids how to be able to, if I could use this term, lose properly. So, you know, that's the whole, everybody gets a participation award yep. Yep. for participating and being on the team when really you are you didn't <laughs> contribute anything. So why in the world are you getting the same size trophy as the MVP, mm -hmm. as who, who was the most valuable person on the team? Mm -hmm at that time. So a lot of all of that kind of works hand in hand and works together because the children aren't learning anything about boundaries. They aren't learning anything about how to be able to handle difficult spaces and how to handle difficult decisions and have, be able to deal with, you know, somebody going to come in second, third, fourth, fifth or sixth and being able to cope with that in an appropriate way where you're not devalued as a person to where you have such a desensitization about life that you can't handle the fact that you lost a bike race, that you go into the house and pick up a gun, and that's going to solve and rectify that. That's a sense of lawlessness and a there desensitization of the value for human life all at the same time. But that is taught, like you're talking about, at age two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, it, and ten. It's a spirit. So you you yes, it is. It's a spirit of anarchy. It's a spirit. Absolutely. But remember what now if we if we go there, remember what the scripture says. You don't spare the rod because mm -hmm. the rod will drive out foolishness that's bound up in the heart of a child. Proverbs. But let me, but let me be clear about okay. that because no, this no, the, we're not, we're not advocating no, 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 for no. destruction. No, I know you're not talking about beating. Yeah, what I'm beating saying that. is that we cannot 
use the rod to replace understanding. Yes, certainly and that's, I agree. You got lots of parents who are just like, I'm going to whoop that behind. But you had no conversation with the kid. Mm -mm. You yeah. yelling and cussing while you're spanking the kid. There's no clarity. I don't know anything other than I make a mistake or I make a bad decision and then there's violence that follows. Sure. There has to be, there actually has to be parenting. I'm not against spanking, so mm -hmm. let me be clear. Mm -hmm. You know, some people really have issues with that and see it as the residuals of slavery and the re the, and the replication of, of the oppressor's behavior with us as people of color. That's I'm, I'm not of that perspective. I understand it, but I don't necessarily hold that same perspective. But when it comes to a spanking, if you're going to get spanked for something, Explain there should be why. some clarity yeah. around it. And I have never, I've rarely had to spank my children in the first place. Let me be clear. I could probably count them on one hand if I remembered. But there has never been a time in my house that you get in trouble for something you didn't know was wrong. That's right. right. And if and the problem is that we're skipping that part, right? Because the parenting part is uh, defining the lines. What is in the value system and out of the value system of this household? Mm -hmm. What wrong is and what right is? We're skipping that part. Mm -hmm. And then when you do something for those who are actually engaging, but they're engaging in a a perverted form of parenting, I'm just whooping your behind for stuff. But we're not having any conversation. So there is no understanding. And the Bible is very clear. In addition to the to spare the rod and spoil the child mm -hmm. is in all thy getting, get understanding. Get understanding. Mm -hmm. Because that is the wellspring. Like you've got to, when you understand something, it means that whether you're here or not, I'm still operating inside of this context because I have understanding for why I need to operate in this context. But if I don't have understanding, your, your, your control of me is only as good as your access and my fear of you. But eventually, you will not have access to me when I'm making my decisions because I'm I'm away from you. Mm -hmm. I'm not in arm's length anymore. And there will come a time I'm not afraid of you anymore. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if we don't have understanding to offset those two natural progressions, your kids are going to be acting a fool at some point or another. Guaranteed. Which is why I say, <laughs> I know this is bad, but sometimes you got to whoop that tail so that they know not to try you. There's but a listen, line. As here. long as there's understanding to go with the whoop this that tail, we year have old, a different conversation. I, I, to obvious point, this 53 year old absolutely is the person held responsible because he should know better. But like we've already said, you already got a couple of cases and a couple of things you done done wrong already. So it's almost to suggest and to say he wanted this boy to see this gun. In this I don't car. Hear, I think it was a reckless disregard yep. for whether he Neglect. saw the gun. He could care less Neglect. whether he, he saw, saw the gun yep. because guess Neglect. what? This is how I live. Mm -hmm. And so this is how you've seen me live for the last 10 years. And they when, don't see anything when, wrong when, with when that. When I was home. Yeah, they don't even see anything wrong I'm with sure that. Because I'm sure I've been away. Yes. So when I was home. Yep. And so I could care less yep. about you seeing the gun because eventually you need to know how to use one of these yourselves. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm good with that. And the fact that I went and, and tried to get rid of the gun also lets you know that I could care less yeah. and what my mentality yep. is. Because I'm telling you, I would have been in a state of, state of shock. Right, you shot if, somebody. If, if my, just you, killed you just somebody. killed somebody. somebody right. right, so now I'm thinking... Bro, you about to go down. <laughs> you know, you about to go down. And don't get me wrong. The parent in me, Wants of course, is going to want to protect. <laughs> right. But... How do you protect that? You can't protect that. No, we we had, we had parents that would have. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> yeah, you you can't pro you can't you can't protect yeah. that. Right. Because you killed a kid and you shot the kid in the neck over a bike race and you said nothing before you killed them. You went to the car to get the gun. 
got the gun, came back, yeah. and then shot him in the neck. Yeah. So, so, Ton, even here in, in where you come with attorney, how many rough, I, I don't need an exact number, but are you seeing a lot of cases similar to this, young kids? Not shootings. Extreme behaviors, not shootings. Okay, uh, because you're talking about when you say young kids, you're talking about teen year olds, correct? Yeah, no, teenagers no. on down. Like, that'd be that. That'd be in the paper. That'd mm-hmm. be in the paper. Oh, you you would know it. it. Yeah, because it's it's, it's rare mm-hmm. uh, in this era. We're we're blessed in that regards uh, to see a ten year old, six year old, seven year old, eleven year old, twelve year old shoot somebody. I can only think of one case where I had a thirteen year old. Uh, who shot someone, and um, and I couldn't treat him as an adult because he was right under the uh, threshold. But this kid, who is now in the Department of Corrections because he got in trouble again, again. I prosecuted his older brother. I prosecuted both of the brothers, unfortunately. I prosecuted him for uh, maiming and use of a firearm, and he got locked up, but he got out, and then because um, he was 13 at the time, he got out and actually was doing well. And then somehow he took another turn mm-hmm. and he got caught back up in some other stuff and got in trouble in Newport News. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he's in prison for 30 plus years, wow. something like that. Uh, I prosecuted his brother uh, who was like maybe 19, 20. He could have been more than 20 when I prosecuted his brother. I prosecuted his brother for first degree murder. They lured they lured a guy into the wooded area uh, right there um, by Wise Thomas. Lured the kid over there, and um, they uh, he, they knew he had a special gun. He had a, a certain type of gun that they that he wanted, and so they lured him into that area so they can get that gun. Mm. And they had him show him the gun. And when he showed him the gun, they took the gun and killed him. Shot him with it. Shot him right there in the woods with his own gun. gun, And then they left him. And that's where he, a sociopath. And they they were doing stuff like this as far as banging uh, at a young age. Because like I said, the one kid was 13. He was banging. And I'm like, what are you doing at 1 o'clock in the morning shooting people? You should be home. How are you outside at 1 o'clock? That's what I'm saying. You should be home. But he was out. He was out at 13, him along with a 15-year-old. They both were out. The 15-year-old, he went to prison. Mm. uh, Because I treated him as an adult. He went to prison. He came out. Within a year, he was dead. Wow. Someone killed him. Straight up. So I'm telling you, uh, it's, it's a cycle of violence and it's a cycle of of, of not parenting because there's no level of accountability. That's the problem. There's no accountability at a young age. If I don't see that what I did has consequences, has consequences to mm-hmm. it, yeah. then I'm going to be empowered to do it again and even greater things than that. Mm-hmm. And so what it does is it's layers. It just keep building, and I'm going to keep doing stuff, and I'm going to tell you what happens. Eventually, you're going to cross that threshold. Mm-hmm. You will cross that threshold where you're gonna do something mm-hmm. that can't get slapped on the on the wrist for that. Right. Mm-hmm. You 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 can't uh, just go to juvie and, and and all be done. No, you're gonna do something that's gonna cross that threshold, and now you got to come see big boys. You got to come see me, mm-hmm. and when you come see me, I don't want to hear it because at the end of the day, you didn't grow up. You didn't grow up into just being a productive citizen, you were doing things along the way, way, and you had plenty of interventions 
before you got to this point. Uncorrected. And you continued to do this. Now you didn't hurt somebody. You didn't kill somebody. You didn't shot somebody. That that family, they want justice. They do. They don't want to hear no. Uh, you had a rough life. Mm. They want justice. Yep. They're crying out for justice. They're in my ear. They're in the mayor's ear. They're in the city mayor's yep. ear. They're yep. in everybody's ear. They want justice. And guess what? They deserve it. Yep. They do. Yep. They Ray, deserve it. And Ray, I'm I'm thinking about all this, man. So you got kids that are not being properly parented. That's what mm-hmm. Alvin says. You got sociopaths that we know are being created, mm-hmm. right? You have a lack of a village mm-hmm. because we all know that even when we were growing up, not every household was good, mm-hmm. but right. there were other families and people step that stepped in. Mm-hmm. You don't have that either. Mm-hmm. And ain't nobody going to church no more. Well, see, you went right there. <laughs> How do these families survive, man? I just don't, I mean, because we're clearly seeing that when you are out here on an island by yourself, mm-hmm. There's not enough in the home. Mm-hmm. I'm not hearing anything mm-hmm. of how these families are going to make it, man. It, it, well, it, it, it's going to have to come back to the village concept at some point where it may not just all rest on the shoulders of the church by itself. It will have to be, you know, what Anton does with his mentoring program mm-hmm. and what Albion does in terms of going into the schools, what you do in terms of going to the schools, what I do in terms of going into the neighborhoods. It's going to take a little bit of all of that, but I think what's going to be key is that we all got to have the same messaging in terms of that accountability and that responsibility of how you do, like what Alvin explained earlier about making sure that there's understanding that is there. So once there is understanding that is there and removing away the stigma, because, you know, we have young, we have young people who become parents earlier mm-hmm. than what would be normal, mm-hmm. what we would consider to be normal, mm-hmm. late 20s, early 30s, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so removing the stigma away from a parent that may be 20 that may not have had yet the life experience to be able to be comfortable enough to say, hey, I don't know how to deal with this two-year-old or terrible twos moment or when my five-year-old, you know, pops back off at me, how do I handle that? How do I do that? Removing the stigma of way of being able to get help. A lot of times what we do is we are so hush-hush under the rug or we want to maintain a certain image in terms of how we present ourselves, that we're not willing to say, I don't know. But how does a five-year-old... No, I'm talking about the parent. Yeah, I'm I'm going there. Yeah. But how does a five-year-old control your house? (laughs) That's the problem that I have. Like, for instance, we have in the court system all the time, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds, not going to school, habitually not going to school to the point where charges are taken out because they're not going to school. A six-year-old and a seven-year-old has no dictates in my house. Facts. They Period. shouldn't. They shouldn't. It's not even a conversation about you waking up in the morning and you telling me you don't want to go to school, and I'm good with that. Well, I'm going to go somewhere else so on that. The, the, there are two things that are true. Uh, so one, to your point, Anton, it's often not so much that the intention is to give the child authority. The issue is that the parents have so little on the inside, inside yeah, internal. that they can handle 
when the child just loses their crap. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they're just opting for the thing that's just a little bit less stressful. So I just let you stay home because I'm so tired of the screaming. I'm so tired of the crying. I'm so tired. I'm just exhausted. And because I'm exhausted, I opt out of the thing that's going to require work. Mm -hmm. Whatever happened to hush up or be quiet or as they would say, shut up before I give you something to cry for. I'm going to go somewhere with that part. That, you know, you all may agree with me on this, may not. I think that what you just said is a part of what the father's role is and what he represents in terms of that authority. And my mama house. did that. She said, like, she's like, she's like, I only have my mama. Your mama, I only my your, your mama, is mama a, said, your mama's shut a, up, boy, before I give you something to cry about. Your mama's a different time. The 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 young, the mothers who are like your mother of today don't have the same wherewithal that your mother had. Yeah, like this generation of parents. The, as, soft as, as when we, this you and I generation know of adults, they don't know themselves. <laughs> Like, they're, they, they really don't know themselves. They're still trying to figure out. And I'm not saying that we don't all have to evolve and that there aren't different layers to who we are you and discover down. who we are. That's what I'm saying. But, like, this, this is a different generation, and a lot of them are lost. So you've got the blind leading the blind mm -hmm. in a lot of situations. Mm -hmm. And why are you that's having scary. all these kids but that's, that's the, that's that's the, the other part. part. That's okay, the scary part. Okay, well, see, part. see, we so don't you, talk are you about this for, part. Are you advocating for sterilization? I'm, I'm you advocating for this? I am not. No, I I am not, so don't even try to put that on me. Don't even go there. I am saying, but what I am saying... By the time you I'm have like, four, I'm maybe... I'm going to keep my mouth shut on that. If you have four before 20, Alvin. If you got four before 20... I'm kind of on the, you know... What I am saying is there is birth control. <laughs> there is responsible... Uh, well, you know what? <laughs> I, I, Why I, I didn't say that. But you, right. got, but you got birth control. You got, responsible contraceptives. On, you got condoms. You got all these things. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I get it. You're stressed. I get you may not be able to handle the pressure mm -hmm. of what you thought parenting may be. However, don't continue to bringing babies into the world knowing that you're already struggling, struggling. with the capacity that you need in order to be a good parent. I mean, that's, that's all that I'm sounds, saying. But that sounds like logic. What you're what you're talking about is logic. <laughs> it sounds like common sense to me. That's what that sounds like. Logic. Yeah, I call it yeah, common sense. What, but there's Tom? no sense that is common to any of us these no, days. There, Tom, there are none. Yes, and if we're gonna be honest, there are some people who need kids so they can get the check. Get the check. Well, so now Hold let on. me. Now that I have to say something about. Hold on. There was the a time. Yeah. Because I, because I worked in human <laughs> Hold services. On, Hold on a second. Because I worked in human he services for years. He went there. He went there. I used to. I used to be under the impression that that was the case, and the reality was, in the earlier stages of welfare. Sure. Now it's TANF, 70s. temporary assistance for mm -hmm. needy families. Mm -hmm. But the in early stages of welfare, with every child, it did increase, and it increased in a significant way. Right, right. Okay. So po folks really could live off of just making babies. Mm -hmm. I had a cousin that did that, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna just be honest. She had one like every couple of years mm -hmm. because she needed to make sure that she could get some other things, mm -hmm. right? So like that, it that was real then. Now, I've worked with clients, got five, six children. Maximum allocation is like $600 a month. What are you going to do with $600 a month? That's all so like get. it's Oh, yeah, it's like yeah. Six, you can't 600 and something that. dollars a month is what it was before COVID. Mm -hmm. So, and you got six, you got five, six kids. So this, it's not like it used to be where you get these big yeah. old checks. That is not true anymore. Yeah, it has, stopped. oh, it has yeah. been significantly they, limited. They out, now yeah. they will provide food mm -hmm. so you can get your EBT card, you right. know, like so you can get food stamps yeah. Yeah. and so everybody can eat properly. 
But your but that cash, cash assistance. That yeah, cash assistance, significantly different but now. But people selling stamps. All now, that's long. true. Don't get me wrong. That is true. But I'm just saying that the cash that is provided for you, Look, not the same. In the hood, stamps are cash. They can <laughs> <laughs> well, you got, but it's what's and, on your card and, now. It, so well, it's, well, okay, and how that's saying, used. Because the cards are a little different than the stamps used to be. I know, but in the Because I knew a lot of people, too, that stamps are, was cash, no, but I they know, weren't dollar it, for dollar. Right. It no. Was, you, 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 you got discount. the discounted. You get the hood discounted. That's exactly and so right. You, so, like, <laughs> you might have $40 in stamps, but you're going to get $20 in cash. Right. You go. You okay. get a hood discount. There's a way in which that works. That's what they, okay. It still works that way. Okay. Because I got some cousins that, that do that. It's got yeah. some hood discount. Uh, yeah. They do kind of the crazy stuff like that. But I'm like, look, you still, most of the time, that individual is not paying rent. Right. Because they're probably on or Section very 8. Limited. Or very limited. Like yeah. $25 a month. And then they're probably in a home where they may not be paying electricity or anything of that nature. So, so it depends you, on the situation. It depends on the situation. Yeah. But you can have it that way. Yep. Where the only thing that you really got to pay for are incidentals mm -hmm. because your food is taken care of mm -hmm. with uh, the, the stamps or, you know, the card. Mm -hmm. And then your rent is taken care of mm -hmm. and your electricity is taken care of. So the only thing you are getting the money for or you, you could use the money for is like clothing or incidentals. But so, when you think about taking $600 and we're running out of time, but if you t using six as a number, you got five kids yeah, with $600. How much incidentals are yeah, you yeah, are you actually yeah. doing? It's and you that. have not paid for a stitch of gas. Right. And if you're using the public transportation, if you need to get an Uber, mm -hmm. I've had clients that just because of the couple of Ubers they had to take because they couldn't be on the bus for two and a half hours mm -hmm. to get some place that's only 15 minutes away by using that $30 on those that Uber back and forth completely threw off their entire budget. Mm -hmm. So we think, and that's part of our privilege from where mm -hmm. we sit, mm -hmm. we think of what a system might look like until you're dealing directly with these individuals and you're actually looking at what these cases look like, you don't realize how little they're actually getting. And that's part of the reason they end up with multiple babies because now I'm using babies to anchor me to mm. men and opportunities that I think that I cannot oh get without my, them. Oh my, that's a whole nother part. And anchor babies will mess your whole life up. That's a whole nother, you done said something right we there. We gotta run. <laughs> that right there. That, that's wow. a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother conversation. Whole yep. conversation. Wow. Anchor babies, my God. It's a lot of layers in our in our community, and and you know these two shows have shown us that I, I I still can't wrap my mind around the fact that all of us as kids were disappointed, right? We mm -hmm. all had things that didn't go our way, but it's something in this generation that causes different. them mm -hmm. to go to the extreme. Mm -hmm. If any of us threw our <laughs> PlayStation up against the wall, <laughs> if any of us got a PlayStation, we ain't talking about the guns. Okay. Right. If, if any of even us, get a PlayStation, okay, forget and it would have been Atari. Back Atari twenty six hundred. How about walking away? Man, or smacking your teeth, or smacking your teeth, or rolling or your eyes, right? Yeah, or having the look that yeah, he had. You would have been on. You would have had done. any of those things. The tree would have came down. That's what I'm saying. The tree. The tree. The tree. You know what it came down. They would have became the Grinch. You know what I'm saying? Listen, it's just shut it all down. That's the part that I wrestle with. How did? We need to bring it How back are these extreme down. behaviors even possible. tolerated, mm -hmm. possible, accepted? Mm -hmm. That's that's where it is. Tom, great content, man. We got to run, everybody. Thank you for checking out the crew again. Check us out on social media as well for bonus content. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing to someone else. Peace. 
Okay, I hope you loved it as much as we did. Thank you for joining us for another fire show for the crew. Listen, you can catch us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and any streaming platform that you're using for your podcast. Share with a friend, expand the family. Listen, we're trying to do this thing with all of you as often as we possibly can. We're looking forward to you joining us again for our next show.